0: Disney's made another animated film. Does this one suck? Star Trek Lower Decks is crossing over with strange new worlds. Plus, Metal Gear Solid is getting remastered, and the Fast Saga is getting a spinoff, maybe. All that and more on today's episode of Breaking Geek Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm your host, and I'm confused by Jammer's opening, because he said Disney made another... or they said said they made another animated did I say that? Oh shit. You did. They made a live action of yeah. another anime feature. You're right. You just stepped on your own yeah. dick. Damn I'm
2: Disney here. making animated features. Fuck that. What are they doing?
1: <laughs> I- I'm here with a triangle of the ladtastic, and we're here to talk about all of those things that Jammer just mentioned. Um, we're going to jump right into it. We've got all these great things to talk about. Let's do our non-spoiler Mastodon reviews. Mastodon? Of- Mastodon. We're fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Are you
0: on? Are you We're on done. Mastodon? We're done.
1: We're done. Are you using? Mastodon? I'm on it now. I'm on it are right now. Are you using it? Are you using it? I'm on Mastodon's dick. Okay. Do it. Okay. Jammer. Let's hear it. Give me. I've give never me Mastodon felt dumber review.
0: than trying to get onto Mastodon and then it's saying, "What server do you want to be in?" I was like, "No,
1: no. This is not <laughs> We're
0: happening. Done. We're done." Is it? And then is I, it, I, tr- is I tried this, to uh, research into it and then it was just like, "No."
3: is Is this icq like modern icq or something like that it's kind
1: of like um, uh icq it's like discord right so you can have an account and all this other stuff but you're like in individual servers as opposed to like you know what is some giant stream of folks talking
3: be quiet zillennial over there we're not talking to you we're we're talking grown up stuff here
0: (laughs) (laughs) so my my mastodon review of little mermaid uh I think this might be the best live action adaptation of their animated properties to date question mark, uh, that's all. Leave it there. I'll leave it there.
1: I'm excited. I'm over here. On, I, I was on, ready. Yeah. You're going to get fucked on this. <laughs> I was ready to fight <laughs> yeah. you guys on this. And I was like, I know what Danny thinks. I don't know what Jammer thinks, but I'm ready to fucking fight, but let's hear Danny. You go <laughs> ahead. You, you, throw, you throw your shit in the ring and let's see what you think. Uh- of the song. I I'm go. gonna, well. Let's hear it.
2: All right, I'm going to stay on Twitter then. Uh, this is another movie from Disney that the quote "just because you can doesn't mean you should" fits perfectly well. I was bored, and the finale, the final act, was looked and felt like it was written by a five-year-old with a ten-minute timescale. What are you? It's verbatim about. from the cartoon.
0: What are you talking about? Sorry, we're right, I'm going to Twitter. My, I get, it, I get, it, I get it.
2: T-
1: huh. Keep tweeting. You're gonna sub- t- you're gonna subtweet. Oh, that's my done?
2: tweet. I've got, I've All, got right, that's yeah, a tweet. A, All right, a mildly better letters score than fast so, X. Uh,
1: hashtag. I'm thread. going to I'm going to put on my Twitter blue hat for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a story. Can Are I you gonna pay start paying eight dollars a the month for it? I'm gonna pay eight dollars for this tweet. Can I tell the story first? Yes. I, I just wanna tell you guys a story so you can understand uh the prism through which I see this movie. So my parents got divorced when I was two years old. And when I would see, I would see my dad every other weekend, but whatever the movie was that week, the big movie, we would go see it. And so I would see it with my dad or I would see it with my mom. And so that's how movies became my happy place, right? So that's where I could go with my popcorn and my Twizzlers and my soda and just feel feelings. Because generally speaking, I'm not a person that cries, right? Like I just don't. But going to the movies allows me to just have all my walls down and feel whatever it is I'm feeling. So when it comes to movies, when they can get the father, son, father, daughter, or mother, son, mother, daughter motivations, correct. You've got me for a lot of the film. I'll give you a lot of leeway for what I'm seeing. And so like Creed, I thought was a fantastic example of that. And so when I say, like, for me, this is an A to an A-plus movie, that's what I'm seeing this through. I will say this. I think James Cameron fucked every person that came behind them when it comes to anything that has to do with water. So unless you're, like, bringing something extra to it, just stay the fuck out of the water. Because James James got you. Right? And this film does not look great when it comes to the CGI and the water stuff and all this other stuff, but from the emotional element, the characterizations, they did the music, all of that stuff. Um, I was in, and unless Disney is going to strive to bring this level of, uh, emotion and character change to their live action films, just don't bother. And so I'm on Jammer's page when I say like, this is, for me, this is easily the best. Um, like, I had to go back through the list and look. And to me, this is probably the best one. I can get into why and the spoilers, but for me, yeah. like, this is it. Um, I mean, let I me get your can... letter grades.
0: Okay, letter grades and then spoilers. Let okay. me get yeah, your letter like... grades and then
1: we'll jump into spoilers. So uh, I give it, it an A.
0: Danny. C minus. Oh, Man, you gave, you gave Fast and Furious an E. Don't act like that's just a small jump up from Fast and Furious.
2: Well, it, it is. Uh, well, Fast and Furious is absolute horseshit. This was a, this was an average film that was average wow. in all ways, including special effects, and that's why it's, it's got an average grade. I was I was bored through most of it, and just I know we're going to talk about this, oh, but man. the fact you said it was verbatim for the cartoon, I'm like exactly. That's what I'm saying. What's the
1: point? No, of no, this? no. no not the ending, doing... just that ending, just the ending. And oh, I was I was addressing I the fact that, that you. Yeah, no, no, no. So let me, because you said, that you mentioned specifically the last act, and I jumped in and said the ending. Yeah. So. Sorry, I thought you meant the um, whole thing was like. Yeah, no, no. Not the whole Because it's, I it's not. the absolutely when not. It came out. That's it. Before, and so yeah. before let we. Me, let me, yeah, before we jump into it. No, so I also want to, before we jump who, into
0: it, I have one more thing after. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> before we get into the spoilers, um, so just to be, this film has a 68% from the critics and then 95% from the audience. Um, so I think it's pretty good. I, I would need to compare that to the other ones. But Jammer, go ahead. What do you got? No, yeah, that was it. I wasn't sure you saw that or not. Just making sure that we're okay. incorporating the Rotten Tomatoes in. Yeah, let's do it. So um, do you guys mind if I go first for spoilers? Go for it. So for me, like, yes, the ending was, to me, verbatim from the cartoon with one exception, I thought that they gave Ariel uh, a great amount of agency when it came to the ending. So if you remember the ending of the film, it was Prince Eric that rammed the ship into Ursula that killed her. And so they made a change and it was her that took the ship and did that. And so I thought that that was a brilliant change to give agency to the main character of the film. Um, That scene did not look good at all. um, And I'll grant you that. But everything about all of that worked for me because again, I felt like I was watching the animated version of it. Um, Going back to the beginning of the film, what I really did like was um, the relationship between Javier Bardem and her, where they show like he's an overprotective father. And so to push against what you're saying, when you say that it's a verbatim remake of the whole thing, they incorporated stuff from the Disney sequel, where you understand his motivations for being an asshole. So. His wife was killed by humans and um, it was done trying to save someone else. And part of the reason she died was she was trying to to get back a trinket that he had given her, that Trident had given his wife. And that's from one of the animated cartoons of The Little Mermaid that Disney made. So they took that, lifted that storyline and put it in here and they're incorporating those things. And so what I love about that is you... As opposed to the original cartoon, you're like, this guy's kind of a dick and he's not really understanding it. He has an actual motivation for why, right? Like when he sees those trinkets that she's collected, you kind of understand like, oh, this is him recognizing that she really is like his wife. And if he doesn't do something, she's going to die. And I loved getting to understand his thought process behind that. Um, I loved his relationship with Sebastian. I loved um, that they gave Eric a lot more depth. So like this whole kiss the girl thing and all this other stuff, like they, they took a character that had zero depth, right? Like he was really just into her for how she looked and they were able to take um, Halle Bailey and give her some agency in why it was he liked her. And it wasn't just about how she looked. It was about that he loved all of this stuff from the sea, right? He also was a collector. But not only was he a collector, she was able to show him like all these things that she loved. Here's this other thing that you didn't know was there. Um, I thought it was super cute how she explained how to say her name, because that was a huge plot hole in the original. She signed a contract with Ursula that gave her voice away. And you watch the rest of the movie you're like, OK, well, why didn't he just why didn't she just write anything that she wanted to? She could clearly spell her name. So this takes that out of that and makes it a blood contract, which, you know, from like lore and everything else that you've read is a much stronger kind of magic, which is why, you know, it's less of a joke when she's like, haha, I've got a contract. You can't do anything. Blood magic. That is a much stronger uh, form of magic in all kinds of lore. And so when people say like, oh, there's nothing to this, like that was to me a much deeper um look at some of this stuff i can go on i, I want to give you guys a chance to jump in um i got some other stuff but whoever wants to jump in go
0: yeah i think so you can usually divide up the disney uh animated move animated live action remake things into like three categories you have the completely crap ones you have the ones that are fine but like why bother uh and then you have the ones that are really good and i think they're I know. I think there's only universally accepted as one that's really good, and I think it's the Cinderella one. Um, I personally also like the Beauty and the Beast one for the most part. I think this kind of f- straddles the line between those two. Um, I don't. I don't think it's it changes as much as the Cinderella one does, but I also don't think um, it's quite as verbatim as the Beauty and the Beast one. But it kind of walks that line where kind of like how Beauty and the Beast embellishes on things. This one. Also, just it's it's kind of how trying to think of how to explain this. You know how when there's you know how when there's a remaster, and the base I think the thing around it is the remaster doesn't look exactly as it used to. It looks how you remember it. I feel like this movie is kind of if you would revisit the animated movie, you'd be like, oh, this hit is hard. This hits exactly as I remember it when I was little even though if you were to watch an animated film, it may not because it's a lot more shallow and it's a lot more fast-paced and it doesn't go as deep. This one does go as deep. You really get to understand the motivations of everybody. You get to understand the motivations of Sebastian a lot better. You understand where he's coming from when he's singing the songs and when he's doing these other things. I really like also how the Kiss the Girl song where... They tried. They they made it where it's like, oh, let's blend in as we're singing, so he doesn't notice. I thought that was really cool. Um, and you know, King Triton a lot more. King Triton terrified me as a kid. I thought he was so mean. I thought he was terrifying. This one, I like. He was warmer, uh, and just stupid about how he handled things. Um, obviously, you understand where Ariel's coming from. I wish they could went a little bit further, a little bit at the beginning, with us understanding why she's so obsessed with the surface. I maybe if they delved more into maybe i don't know a journal that her mom kept or something or something to do with her mom and that's why she wanted to but overall i and and prince eric yeah that was the next one i think they did so much better with him i didn't care for his song it was a little bit too piney the way he sang it the song was fine but just the way he acted as he was doing it was a little bit eh, i don't know how i feel about that but the rest of the song i thought or the rest of the movie i just thought was very 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 entertaining i was engaged the entire time um Yeah, I just think it all the stuff they added really just added depth to the I guess the quote unquote mythology of the Little Mermaid, and made me care that much more. So yeah, I consider this a a huge hit. I know me, I don't care about visual effects. They weren't there. Some part like the beginning when I watched it, it reminded me of Speed Racer a bit, um, with like how bright and colorful it is and how things seem maybe a little two D ish and strange. But um, whatever. If it's if it gets the point across. That'll do it for me. But yeah, that's all I have to say. I think it's fantastic.
1: And so, Danny, before we go to you, Kyle dropped us some good information in the chat. Of all of the audience scores, this has the highest. So at 95%, it has a higher audience score than Beauty and Beauty, Beauty, Cinderella, Jungle Book, um, all of them. And so that's I find that to be pretty interesting. Um, it's kind of middle of the road as far as the critic score, though, uh, with a 68 so there's some much higher. So Cinderella has, I think, the highest one with an eight. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Jungle Book. Which Jungle Book is that, Kyle? Is that the one
3: with uh, uh, Jason... Favreau?
0: John Favreau. Okay. okay. Which okay. I did like that
1: one. I did like that one.
0: But I that one also I for think, me lost its lustre like, after the first time.
3: I think that was the first of this like new wave of. I think Cinderella live was. Action was Cinderella. I'll double check. I chat. Believe so.
0: Um, what is JB? You said JB highest rated for crit. What does that mean?
1: jungle book jungle book is the highest rated for the critics yeah um yeah got it go ahead danny what you got
2: yeah i i i hear what you guys are saying and i i I kind of understand where you might be coming from but i found it interesting jonesy that you mentioned creed as the one that has the 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 parent child relationship because i think that was so much better and i don't know how you can compare these two with that high because i think creed got that bit better so i I mean, while I agree, when you said Queen, I'm like, yeah, 100%, that was a great relationship uh, feel and script in that. In this one, it was just Javier Bardem's um, King, I just thought was just, it just, it was just the, the average father villain. I could see where it was going to go from the very beginning. It, it gave nothing extra, and I think that's why. Well, you're, you're
0: not going to I these movies to be to see twists and turns. You're not like thinking well, no, like, oh, maybe thing, though, Jamma, maybe he's going to kill I, Ariel.
2: Well, this well, this is my point about why should why would you bother doing it if you're just gonna make the same just make the same movie? Because that I don't Lion, I don't think that the lighting beautiful, but why do it? The, the original animated no, was damn good as it was. I don't, think, I don't know I, the,
0: the the basic story is the same. Some of the lines are yeah. the same. The songs are the same, but I feel like the script itself it goes deeper. It's 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 like so. This is the the animated one where it's able to be surface level. This one kind of like. It the well. I guess line, I'm not seeing the depth that
2: you guys are. I liked Eric, I thought the Prince Eric was was a good character, but all the others, so I, I was more interested in his, his, the, the, the Queen's uh first, first man, the guy that was like the, the link up I want between to the two. No, Grimsby? no, no, the guy that was helping them. I don't know what his name Grimsby. is, I really his butler
0: guy, his Grimsby. Oh, Grimsby, oh, Grimsby. Yep. yeah, it's Grimsby. Grimsby.
2: I cared more about him as a character. Strong than Strong I did be... And <laughs> yeah, another British guy. <laughs> um so I guess I guess I'm just not seeing this depth that you guys are, and that's why I wasn't drawn into it as much. There were some great so parts one hundred percent.
1: Once it.
2: once the ring thing happened at the end, I know we're not in spoilers yet, I was just yeah, I tapped yeah. Yeah, out. Yeah, we are. I'm like, well, this yeah, is just nonsense past, how we how did we get there? How did that happen? I don't understand, I don't care.
1: Because she was he bewitched her.
2: Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I sorry she bewitched was, him but that, yeah, but the, the so do you, the ring was just forgotten and then well go on, I don't want to get into spoiler no, he, stuff. He
1: so. kicked it like Jamie Tart. Motherfucker was like yeah. bam, kicked the ring out. Yeah, but then That's that was the end of the
2: whole ring thing. They never even got the ring. Is that the, a, if, yeah, because you could because tell because that, she put so, her voice back. So here,
1: yeah, the lore of the of the siren song is her ability to draw men to her. So once it was gone, she couldn't do anything. You could tell yeah. that when she, Ursula, Ursula, was talking to the parent and had. So what you're Eric, saying is all she, she had to do was rip spell. the
2: necklace from Ursula's neck and she got her powers back.
1: That is what happened. She has to, that's exactly she has what happened. Has,
2: so, this, this amazing magic that you guys think is awesome is that all he had, had, had to do was rip the necklace off. There's no blood
1: yeah. link there. No, no, no. That's the contract. The contract was she took her scale and that's what she gave to Ursula to make the contract. That's the all blood right. magic. That's what separate That's what right, stopped, that uh, stopped Triton yeah. from killing her. When Trident pulled out the Trident and tried to kill Ursula, that blood magic, that blood contract is what stopped him from being able to kill her. And the that's different from the Siren song. One, exactly. Uh,
2: well, there you go. That's where you lost me because I thought it was all part of the same contract. I'm just, yeah, just. I she mean, made it, a contract with Ariel yeah.
0: separately. She's saying she, she p- possessed isn't the right word. What's the word? She took control. possession of her voice. Of, of no, no, no. With with regards to her singing and k- k- uh taking control right. of Eric. That's not the right word.
1: Eric. Oh, yeah. He um he was bewitched by the voice, by the Bewitching. siren song, which is the that whole that's that is separate from the, the siren song.
2: I think I don't that think is, I made it clear about why I what, didn't like it. I get what happened. I know exactly what happened. It just I'm bored me, and the whole thing just went really fast. I mean, I don't know how she suddenly appeared into a giant Calypso thing at the end either. What the
1: the magic she tri- of her, this her, trident, she power. Used the trident?
2: Yeah, I get. It's yeah, the she, same used, thing she but did At no point too. during the movie was that trident shown to be the thing that she really wanted. She just wanted revenge on her brother. So the trident suddenly power. becomes this all. Yeah, she wanted thing. power, and then he dies. Just like Scar, and then comes
0: back. I don't think he dies. Yeah, but he gets shriveled of- up.
2: Yeah. He disappears into the back. The whole thing. You clearly love it, so you're going to fight it, and you got your show on. No, off, no, no, no because
1: it- what I'm telling so- <laughs> you is everything that you're complaining about is stuff that happened in the cartoon. So if you... I don't like, understand it. it, it and it's stuff that's it explained. boring. And yeah.
2: Exactly the same it's, as cartoon. Well, it but sounds like ex- you don't
1: understand it. So being yeah, <laughs> being bored and not understanding it are two different things. You're like, I don't understand how the ring happened. Like, okay, this is what happened. Well, I don't understand the contract and the blood thing. Well, okay, well, this is how it happened. Not all right, liking well, then and being bored with it. That, like, so let me
2: let me let me settle on the fact that if, I understand all of it, and it was still boring even oh, compared to the first. I, I,
1: I love would it because <laughs> I thought that it, it created it created better explanations for what happened for a lot of that stuff. Um, so Can
2: you explain then also, how the king came back to life then? Because, okay, the is, hold on, hold on, hold, in hold, in hold in on, hold on, on,
0: stop, 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 stop. Is this something that you don't understand, or are you just bored by the fact that you're Yeah, came back I to
2: genuinely life? don't understand. Now, the, all the Trident did was fall down and land in the ground, and then he came back to so life. So Jammer no one explained it, it No one wielded it, no one pointed it at anything. She was even surprised. So, that Jammer, came said,
1: back. so Jammer said he got shriveled, not killed. So remember when. Um, and when, do you remember when did the original cartoon, at all? The original cartoon at all? How much do you no. remember the original cartoon? All right. None so all. when she's going into Ursula's cave in the beginning, all those things that were trying to grab her were people that made shitty deals with Ursula that she won out on. So imagine that that's what happened to Trident. And so when that Trident hit the- this is so annoying. <laughs> when the Trident hit the ground, it restored him. Because he was like one of those things that was trying to grab her. Now, is it bad that they didn't show it? Yes. And I think yes. they did it for the dramatic tension because I genuinely was like, did Trident just die? I have a note that I was like kind of freaked out that I thought that they'd killed him. But what happened was he got shrank just like the people in her cave. Now, okay, I think that was was what nice happened anyway. is there is. You're right. Because I think it's more, bad. Right? Yeah, you have to know the cartoon. Because that also happens in the cartoon. That's exactly so what So if Ursula had cartoon.
2: dropped the trident, just dropped it because she's clumsy as fuck, he would have come back she, to life. He would have come unshriveled or de-shriveled, whatever it was. Because all it did was hit the floor. It didn't, it, that's what I mean. Uh, Ariel didn't point it anywhere or explain that now I want my father unshriveled. I'm going to point this trident at something important or at him or something. It just, it just landed on the floor. And how, she
1: was do you remember in the cartoon how he, how he came back? I think it was once she got killed, he came back. I think that was it. So I mean, That would have made more here, sense. Here's my explanation. Thought, okay,
2: here's all the magic she used has now become undone. That would have made more sense to me if that had
1: happened. Yeah, the fact that she's dead. So here's here's my explanation. You won't like it. The fact that the Wheeler of the time <laughs> who willed that thing to happen died is the thing that undid the magic.
2: Not when it – but it only only when it hit the floor. It takes time. She takes some time to
0: die. She takes time to die. That's what you saw. but she and takes at time that that the exact point that the hit the sand
2: is when she died. Yep, that's why the there magic came out of it. Okay. I mean, if this go. is
1: your quibble, like I'm not, this is an impressive. It's like, not. This is one again, of
2: all of the things that I just, I just think were just so. But again, I don't know that over. I
1: think you've done a good job of separating what you don't understand versus what you don't like. Also, uh, you've, Danny,
0: you've made me. You know what? A plus
1: movie <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> and so here, here are some other things that I'll talk about um, <laughs> that I really liked about this movie. I really loved um Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Like not only like the movements that they gave her as her the body octopus, getting dragged around by the legs. Yes. It was so creepy. I loved it. Um and but I did like that she underplayed it as well. Voice. She didn't she didn't over- I loved Her it good. voice. Um I loved mm-hmm. her makeup and I also love that she basically had Doc Ock. Right. So if you think about like Spider-Man 2, like the arms are like independently thinking and doing stuff, and she's like screaming at them at them and telling them no, like no, no, I don't want that. I want that. Oh yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. And like talking to them like they're individual people. Um, which I I appreciated all of that, like Sam Raininess. Um, while generally Aquafina doesn't do a lot for me, um I she's thought that Scuttle was, yeah, Scuttle was perfect for her like I thought that she was great as this like scatterbrain kind of character and her and David Diggs perfect together and so you know the other thing that I really hmm. oh, enjoy oh,
2: my go favorite ahead. song by the way was the scuttle song scuttlebutt and I was gonna say happened. what
1: I really enjoy about that was the um the fact that you could really feel the Lin-Manuel Miranda influence in it so like he helped with a lot of the original songs for this uh because I think there's three the three new original songs for this movie and he helped with those. And so like when they start rapping, you're like, oh yeah, that's Hamilton all day right there. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's funny for me. It's literally the whole movie. I was thinking, who is Sebastian? This person's really <laughs> good. And at the end, I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, no shit. It's David oh, yeah, Diggs. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> of course, of course. Lafayette, Lafayette, yeah. obviously. Um. So I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about before we jump out of spoilers. Um. Mm, i don't know I, I liked it i liked it a lot i like that you got me here too. oh here's the last thing i'll oh. say before we jump out of spoilers okay. i love the cameo from out jody of spoilers. Benson. spoilers no before we jump out of spoilers i love okay. the cameo from jody benson who is the original voice of ariel because she was the one that handed the fork to her yeah. in the village oh. and I, that to Didn't me was that. like a passing of the torch I was going to ask you that because um, they
2: lingered on that character for a long enough time yeah. for me to think this is someone important is that this? I should know. Or, 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 yeah, who is it? Who is? Why are they giving this yeah. this fork bearer such uh yeah. such prominence? I, I, I love it's it,
1: it's a torch like it's it was such a big deal in the original and here it is and I love that. Um, and also, I will say, okay, Halle, Bailey's
0: voice, Halle Bailey's voice. Halle oh. Bailey's voice. She sounded exactly like. She sounded like her, just her talking. She sounded exactly
1: like her from the cartoon.
0: It was crazy.
1: It was weird. Um, And my last thing for spoilers was I loved when Shreden said to her, I should have heard you and you shouldn't have had to lose your voice for me to hear you. And when I tell you, like, I was like, like the tears were like welling up. I was like, oh my God, you got me. You guys got me. Um, but I, I thought that Halle Bailey's performance was fantastic. I thought the two of them were great. I thought that they did a really good job um, fleshing out Eric's character. And lastly, very problematic that Sebastian was the only one with a Caribbean accent in the original. They fixed that, right? They flipped the entire world. He was the normal one and Eric was the other, right? He was the one that they found and adopted and brought in. Fantastic job. So for me, a plus home, uh, I, I recommend it to anybody. Um, yeah, that's all yep. I got. Solid
0: A for me, and an A plus if I'm talking to Danny, just out of spite. So there we <laughs> go. I think we're ready
1: to move on. Ready to move on. Um, so <laughs> we've got some Star Trek news out there. We got a. I, I've been dying for this. So next month, June, we've got season two of Strange New Worlds. I'm I'm particularly excited for this. Um, it's a shame that Nick isn't here to talk about that. We've got Jack Quaid and Tawny Newsom that are going to appear in live action on Strange New Worlds as their characters. So Beckett Mariner and, um, and Boimler. So that's going to be exciting to see them interact with these classic Trek characters. I don't know what the storyline is going to be, but we know that they're also going to have some animated stuff in this episode. Um, beyond that, I thought that the trailer itself was really good. Uh, yeah. You get to see Carol Kane, who's going to be in this. She's going to be the new head engineer. And like, if you've ever seen anything she's in, you get you get to see like her very high energy. Um, and she's going to be quite a contrast to last engineer from the yeah. last season. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, you've got some more tension between Nurse Chapel and Spock. Um, and then you've also got number one, who who was taken from the ship because she was genetically engineered. And so it'll be really interesting to see what to do with that. And I'm curious if that's why we see so much Kirk. And this is he's stepping in as number one for some reason i
2: guess uh, that, that that's what i was wondering whether or not he yeah. stepped in to place for for some of the episodes or certainly for a chunk of the series
1: for a little bit yeah and then the last thing yeah. um that i noticed about this or uh, not noticed well noticed they didn't mention or show anything about uh cyborg so at the end of last season they teased spock's brother half-brother And there was nothing mentioned or seen in this trailer with that. So I'm really curious about that. Um, So I have two questions for you guys. How excited are you for this? And are there any other franchises where you want to see like this kind of live action stuff happen? Because we've gotten this with, uh, so this franchise, we've seen it in Star Wars, right? Where we've seen uh, Bo-Katan, the live action mesh with the animated character. And um, I know we got another one um oh it was poorly done with kevin conroy so he was the voice of batman in the animated series and they brought oh, him yeah. into the um to do a the crossover Arrowverse. in the in the aeroverse and that was fucking terrible i hated that um but yeah those are my two questions for you guys what do you got that question was long i forgot the questions no. so what do you, are you are you excited for this and do you want to see so more, i actually like, so live action animated crossovers I did just
0: start Strange New Worlds this past week, so I watched the first two episodes of it. Um, It's pretty good. I, you know, here's the thing: I like it. It's very well done. It's good. I don't. I'm realizing more and more. I just think spaceship crew shows just don't do it for me, which is fine. It's just, it's just not what I. It's not. It's not me. I'll watch it for me now. Just
2: when I'm talking to Jammer.
0: No, it's an A-plus <laughs> like, I, just
1: because.
0: No, it's a very well-done, very <laughs> well-made show does. so far. Very well-made show. It's just yeah. not it's not for me. And I'm realizing more and more, <laughs> like, watching this, watching Babylon Vibe, watching Star Trek, literally the only thing that's resonated with me fully in Star Trek is the J.J. Abrams reboot. That's it. Um, everything else has been good, but, like, not for me. Um, but anyways, yeah, sure, you, you know, as far as, yeah, I, I'll... I'll watch the rest of the strange new world. I'm sure I'll get more into it. Um, I'm sure I'll enjoy this whenever I gets. but I'd have to watch star Trek lower decks next, which, you know, Hey, why not? May as can, well go for
3: it. Can we all just yeah. agree that it is so strange that, uh, JJ J. Abrams best star Wars movie is that first star <laughs> Trek movie. You know, can, isn't that just weird
2: oh, in the cheap seats? It Sit is down, weird. Carl.
3: <laughs> kind of weird. I don't know about weird, but yeah. He was I mean, it's definitely
1: an audition ice. for he what succeeded. he did, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's to so good. It's to good his movie. credit, I love that. Even one. though I don't, meh, I like it, but I it has it. weird, weird plot problems. It does um, not hold. On. Not it a,
0: does. It does have weird plot. You know, I agree with that. It does have weird plot problems. There are a few of them.
1: Yeah, they like just, the main one is like the bad guy just disappears for decades after he does one of the things he's supposed to do. And like there, you find out that there's an entire deleted sequence like they've got this superman yeah, ship. They should have kept that in. got confiscated by the Klingons. Like, what? What kind of weirdness is this shit? Anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <sighs> it makes no sense at all.
1: Look no, um, what you've
2: done, Kyle. This is why we go on longer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, I'm excited for this season. Um, Danny what from this trailer what got you going
2: yeah you know what I'm not as excited by this trailer as I was the first one but that doesn't mean to say that it hasn't piqued my interest and I'm chomping at the bit for it now I think the first trailer for the second season just really reminded me how much I enjoyed season one and how much I want these characters back so for me this second trailer had much of the same elements I'm like you already already have me you have me at hello that kind of thing you don't need any more trailers now just hurry up June was it 19th or 10th
1: it's dropped something like that so, so, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm just like the 15th it's right in between right in between. <laughs> yeah.
2: but i did the c first season i absolutely loved I thought this was the kind of star trek that i'm going to enjoy a lot more than because i as you know i kind of struggled with the with the other one um the one set of millions of years in a card or
1: discovery
2: oh discovery although i've grown to enjoy discovery a bit more but at the time it was like no this star trek is um is bang on the money. It is right in Is between. it the fifteenth? Yeah, I just saw. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> but I'm super stoked. By it. Your second question, though, I was struggling to think of. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one animated series that I'd like to see live action, and it's What's not that? a space one. Archer. I absolutely okay. love Archer from FX, and I would love to see that as live action. <laughs> Do you
1: have a spit it's take just... yourself? <laughs>
0: I, I, I almost choked on my water. It was such a random pull. It was weird.
2: <laughs> Sorry, dude, but that's the only animated one I would just love to see live action. I don't even know if it would be any better or worse, but it, it's one of my favorite FX shows, Archer, and I've loved it since the beginning, so that would be my I mean, crossover. Seeing,
1: good. Is it H. John Benjamin or John H. Benjamin? It's be H. John, John Benjamin. Something yeah, in between, so probably. He looks... Nothing like Archer, right? And so that would be no, he um, <laughs> kind of the very hilarious thing, right? Where um Bo Katan looks like Katie Sackhoff. Um Boimler and Tawny Newsom look like those characters. Like seeing that would actually be part of the comedy. Like that would be great. He can pull
0: off that. he could pull off uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers though.
1: Yes, he could. Easily. Easily. <laughs> um you guys got anything else on I, on Star Trek? Well, I any want you vin- to answer
2: that question, Jonesy. Sorry, uh, Carl. Well, Jonesy, Let's answer just, your own question. Second yeah. part of the question Animated mm-hmm. crossover.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know. Um, you can't I... ask a question and not have an answer yourself. Why
1: not? I'm it's not legal. So
3: that's, that's kind of my thing. That's kind of my thing. Um,
0: there. He's the lawyer. I'm <laughs> sure
1: there's a loophole.
3: Have you ever, <clears throat> are any of you guys uh, Venture Brothers fans?
1: Yes. I, Although I've... none of us are as big a fans as, um, Tanya. Tanya.
3: Yeah. yeah. Tanya likes Vent- so I. Tanya I actually loves th- Venture Brothers. I, me, and Christine both love Venture Brothers a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I've actually got a Monarch T-shirt. Um, I think that that could potentially work as a mature-rated live-action on on an HBO type uh mm. situation. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not convinced that you couldn't get Patrick Warburton to uh be able to. To be Brock Sampson in real life, although I don't know how he'll look with long blonde hair. <laughs> but I mean, there's he no he one else say, that can play that play say play that voice. Yeah, eh, he cut it, and that could be eh. part of the story,
1: right? Like Samson <laughs> got his hair cut, and that was like the thing but, uh, that got him in trouble. So you could make that part of the storyline. But
3: bef- before they ever touch something like that with, with live action, I would want them to finish the, uh, finish the animation si- series. So anyways, that's,
1: aren't they supposed to, I keep hearing that they were going to. And then that, and that, like that
3: was, that was back when HBO max was trying to, uh, uh become profitable yeah. by spending more money. Um, <laughs> so that then, gone they now? Were, then they were, uh, that one, uh, gumball, uh, uh Venture Brothers and Metalocalypse no no official word so They're
0: probably gone
3: more than likely that sucks.
0: yeah things usually that they sucks. they usually don't announce when something's not going forward they just you just it just disappears
3: well I'm, i mean That's it wasn't like uh in the announcements of other things like when they said hey we're not moving forward on so- some things that wasn't yeah. mentioned but who who knows it might end up just being on a on regular uh, Cartoon Network Adult Swim in the future someday, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see.
1: Um, And the last thing I'll say about Star Trek before we move on to the next story is I'm excited that Jonathan Frakes is coming back to direct more episodes. Um, He's done a fantastic job, I think, making a name for himself um, behind the scenes in Star Trek, all the way back to Next Generation directing stuff, and then also probably one of my favorite Next Generation movies, if not one of my Favorite Star Trek movies, which was uh, First Contact. So I'm I'm glad to see that they just keep bringing him back in to do stuff written by
3: Ronald Moore.
1: Um, Yeah, man, that guy so good, so good. Um, Anything else for Star Trek before we move on? All right. right. So Vin Diesel, uh, when he was at the premiere in Rome for Fast Ten, he started talking about the fact that he was developing spinoffs. Spinoffs, not just a female spinoff, but spinoffs for Fast and Furious. You started developing these back in 2017. Um, what do you guys think about that? Or how do you feel about that?
2: Oh, I no. think you could, anyone listening to this probably knows how I feel about this. I, I really, enough, let it go. Well, make okay, let me challenge
1: ones. you. Let me challenge you then. Let me, let me come up with a challenge. Create a spinoff that you would want to see it's coming you can't stop it they're gonna make it so make one that you would want to see
2: honestly i think the only character that i would actually like to see more of with a decent writing team please fast and furious people i th- think would be letty i like letty as a really? as an action character I like her as an oddly enough she's
1: the, she's the one that was like no nah, i'm done no she's talked about passing just, the torch
2: but, they're just two dimensional. The way they've been written so far, I really should caveat. That. The writing is so awful since Fast Five. I just tapped out. But given better I writing, I have like a secret left. for you.
0: It's never been good. It's just gotten, <laughs> it's just gotten worse over time. It's been like the thing is the thing about like the first one is like it's like tries to be a genuine movie. The second one is like, let's lean into the weirdness. The third one is like, we don't care anymore. Let's commit suicide on screen. Uh, the <laughs> fourth one was just like, hey, let's bring it back to its core. And the fifth one is like, hey, you remember everything from all of the movies except for the third one? Let's bring it all back in one big fan service. Sixth one is let's yeah. continue that. Seventh one is like, hey, our main man's
1: dead. Let's <laughs> profit off that. I gotta go right around that, yeah. Wow, is, is, you said let's profit off it? Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what it's funny the, i'm it's, sorry it's funny Jonesy, which was the, the most profitable one. one which was the most profitable or the most but they didn't, i don't I think they went no, other they did. ways no you're right they did it they, did a, good, they
1: yeah. did a good job but um, you know. unlike black panther which was like you know what we're gonna we're gonna make him die on this one too we're gonna make him come watch this that i think is a little different um it's funny i'm surprised you didn't say that the first fast wasn't um uh, what's the counter break point break yeah, yeah it's just it point is. break with cars yeah 100%. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't think that the writing, you know what? I think I can pick a point in time when they started going down. When the Fast series started picking a fight with Neil Mortz, I think that's when everything took a turn. So he was a producer on these from like the beginning. And I think once they started in fighting with him, I don't know what influence or what he was bringing to this series, but I think that that happened right. Before, yeah, it was right before Hobbs and Shaw started filming. And so I think that after eight, everything took a dive. So nine, not that great. Hobbs and Shaw, not that great. This one, not that great. And again, I don't know what influence or what he was bringing to this series. I could be totally wrong. Well, I mean, you could still say
0: like something happened at that point. That's the point What I mean, literally, you point at after fast eight, it's been crap. And before that, you know, it's been. Stupid but entertaining, um, yeah, for yep. me. And yep. the, the last ones have been stupid and not entertaining. So oh, that's that's a problem. So
1: I wish there was. I wish I could find an article or something that would talk about like in what 2018, it was. Bringing to the series
0: in twenty. Oh, where did he brought? It? So in twenty eighteen, he filed a lawsuit against Universal for breach of contract. Um. So yeah, that was removed him as lead producer of Hobbs and Shaw back in twenty eighteen. So back then, um. And the next one that came out after that was F's Fate of the Furious is 2017. So yeah, F9 was 2021, Fast 10 yeah. 2023. That checks. Yeah, out.
1: yeah. So I'm uh, I'm curious what happened. Uh, we're not even talking about the story anymore.
0: Oh yeah, what's um, the story? Oh yeah, the, the, spin-offs. the spinoffs. The spinoffs. Uh, I hope <laughs> what about. You? I I would be. I want to see what they do with the last one because I'm hoping that this one is just like is a kick in the pants for them to be like, oh no, we should probably do a good job next time. And if it ends on a high note, then I'm like, okay, give me more good stuff, you know, like because there's potential for this series to go, you know, in a better direction. I hope maybe it focuses like have stuff focus more on, you know, make it more grounded, not necessarily grounded, but make it more grounded. Have it focus more on street racing a bit more, um, which could be cool. And whatever that whole thing, and maybe depart, detach yourself a bit from like the spy element a bit more. Um, I'd be open for okay. seeing that. Kind of what I hope F nine um, would be,
1: but or F yeah. 10, ten, Fast Ten, X. So I can tell you what I think three of the spinoffs will be. There will be an agency spinoff that will be with Brie Larson um, and maybe somebody else because I think that's probably the reason why she signed on.
0: Not um, Alan Richson, because he's gonna die in the next one. He's gonna die.
1: He's gonna die horribly. No one um, dies. Also, gonna have villains.
0: the villains do. Calm yeah, down.
1: The bad guys die. Yeah, the bad guys die. Actually, or they um, get converted to family. That's a good point. I think um, there's gonna be one about Dom's son, so you're gonna get that because that kid keeps like jumping in age every time. So like, by yeah, he's like, this.
0: he's like, he's like 25 in at Fast 10, and he was a baby in yeah. Fast 8. That's right.
1: Um, and then I think you're also going to get um, the female-led spinoff will be the one starring Elena's sister. So I think that's the reason why he saved her um, and why she was yeah. such oh, a... Obviously, the racer
2: down in Port- where, yes. whatever country Brazil. they went to, Brazil. Brazil. The person we'd never met before. She was the sister suddenly, um,
1: She's She's basically um, his sister-in-law, right? Um, they never got married, but that is his son's
2: aunt from the police officer woman that he married
1: yeah son's aunt he cool. didn't marry her
2: okay the dude that died it. in the in the car crash when they did the race or maybe didn't die have we, have we yeah. met him before was yeah. i meant to care about yes him? We, we did cool. yeah.
1: who i can't remember
2: um but they didn't kill anyone in this film that clip well, where they did they killed well you would think dom's brother died as well but i've got a feeling he's going to come back somewhere. i'll well. find it
1: I knew when we talked about it, and I forgot. Give me a second, but
0: yeah.
2: But was that, he someone that. we meant to have known about, cared about, as in yes. the previous film? Okay, because I didn't yeah, know. Him. Lost me kidding. there.
0: I thought it was just a guy they they focused on just enough for us to realize we should care about him. I don't realize. I didn't realize he was from something.
1: Yeah, give me give me a second. You guys ready to someone move on? Let's chat. talk about something else.
0: Yeah, ready to move on. Let's I can't. I can't vamp on.
1: long enough to, from book and do that. That's um, fair. So. Let's move on. Let's move on. So we've got a brand new story that makes me pretty excited. Uh, it is about the fact that they're doing a remastered collection of the first three Metal Gear games. Uh, they're called Volume 1. And in particular, they're going to remake Metal Gear Solid 3. It's going to be Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta Snake Eater. Not only are they remaking it, but they're bringing back motherfucking David Hayter as Solid Snake. <laughs> who I think like I am over the moon about this all respect to Kojima, but fuck Kojima. I was really upset with how he, at least to me disrespected the talent. Um, this guy carried the series and regardless of how you feel about David Hayter as the voice of the character, I would say that the majority of people that enjoy those games like his take on that character. Um, I think Jammer's the only person that I know of that isn't enthralled by, like, when Metal Gear, like the way well, that let me, he let me in, rephrase it. Tone and some of that stuff.
0: I was enthralled when I was in, like, elementary school through high school. And, and then I'm, time passed. And then you, and you then went I to heard, film school. No, and and then, then you heard,
1: went to film school.
0: And then I heard him again, and I was like, this sounds like a guy trying to put on a gritty voice. It's not natural. And I remember and admittedly I'm also here's I'm also biased for this reason. Because I know for decades, literally from like since I played the first one through four, um, I was just like, you know who'd be a really great live action solid snake? Fucking Keith Sutherland. Keith Sutherland. And then he became the voice of Solid Snakes. So I was like, Hell yeah, perfect. I was right all along. Um Man. and also he has a naturally gravelly voice. So it's, it's less, it's more natural. It it sounds right to me. I'm sorry. But I understand the nostalgia. I get it. It's just, it just sounds put on, which is fine, I guess. But it just doesn't feel right.
1: All, all that learning fucked up your brain, son. That's all <laughs> I did.
0: This has nothing to do with film school.
1: It has everything to do with film school. You'll, you will never be able to convince me otherwise. <sighs> okay. Um so what else anything else danny you you've like nothing you got nothing on this right
2: no i didn't play the games unfortunately so i really haven't got anything on this i always defer to your better judgment on this team when it comes to this stuff
0: you should also defer to our better judgment on little mermaid
1: (laughs) so the guy that we're talking about Luis, for those listening on podcast i just flipped off jammer so Sorry? I think Luis de Silva Jr., uh, he was the guy from Fast Five. He was the one, I think, when they first went to Brazil. Remember when they went to get the cars? They were like, we need to get some cars. He was the guy that they raced uh... to get the cars then. That was him. Wow, that's a, that's a uh. cut. And so, yeah, it, it, it's that's kind of what made this movie again so frustrating is everything goes back to Fast Five. So unless you remember Fast Five, unless you watched it the week before you went to see us, there are little things like that that you'll miss. So, yeah, glad we solved that mystery before we uh, shut it down. Thank you, Jonesy. Shut her down. Shut her down. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. If you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, how did you feel about The Little Mermaid? Are you excited about David Hayter coming back? Are you a Trekkie? What do you got? What, what's, your, what's your flavor of nerd shit? We got you. Just jump over to Discord. Unless you're trying to sell state secrets. Keep that bullshit off my Discord server. Fucking What's National that? Guard. <laughs> what? Ah, keep up with the news, Jammer. Keep up with the news. This show has been produced by Kyle Malone. We've got some Joseph Jammer Medina's. We've got some Danny K Bartlett's. Yeah. And I'm your host, Fran Jones. We'll catch you the next one. Oslo lasagna.
0: Don't get a d'anya.